welcome to the Bridge the Divide podcast with Erica Turner and Heidi Wheeler, hosts and founders of the group Bridge the Divide Cedarburg. We hope to provide a forum for discussion and action around racial reconciliation. We seek to identify instances of inequality, foster empathy, and educate others to recognize their part in problems and solutions in Ozaki County and beyond. Welcome back to the Bridge the Divide podcast. We thank you again for joining. We have a little bit of sun outside today, so I'm a little uh, confused as as what to do. It's not snowing, um, but it's a really nice day. So thank you for joining us. We have a guest today. Um, Margaret Arney is a new friend of mine from Wauwatosa, and all of this work that we're trying to do at Bridge the Divide, we're learning some things from folks that have been doing the work long before us, and Margaret is one of the folks that we thought would be good to kind of hear her story, hear about Tosa Together, and and learn from them and see what we can, we can figure out um, that can help our community the way that they've helped their community. So, Margaret, thank you for coming. I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> Tell us about yourself. Well, um, as you mentioned, I am a proud resident of Wauwatosa. I was born in Milwaukee. Um, and I grew up on the east side of Milwaukee, and I went to school and church on the north side of Milwaukee. Okay. So I'm, I'm biracial, so I had a lot of experience with the color line. Mm-hmm. Um, and my husband and I, years later after I went to college and then lived in Chicago, met my husband in Chicago, we were looking for a, a community. And when we were looking for houses... We got to our pretty little house mm-hmm. in Wauwatosa, and we got there right before the realtor. So we had about 15 minutes, and we're like, how, well, let's see how far we can get. Mm-hmm. So we walked down the hill, and we got to the river, and it was so pretty. It was Hart Park, and we're like, wow. And then on the way back up the hill, we saw the outpost grocery store, and we'd lived right near a co-op grocery store in Hyde Park in, in Chicago, and that was like just sealed it for me. So <laughs> it's like, okay, the neighborhood's great, and then the house was really nice. So, And we just so happened to have just plopped down in one of the best school districts in Wisconsin. Right. And Wauwatosa has a wonderful walking culture, so... Our child got to walk to schools. She's and in Wauwatosa, people tell each other like kind of where they are by what schools they went to. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. she did the Lincoln Elementary School, Longfellow Middle School, East High School. There you go. So people will actually say to each other as part of introduction, "Oh, Lincoln Longfellow East." <laughs> and it's when I first started hearing that, Identity. I was like, "Are you kidding? <laughs> no, generations of people. Really? That's how they identify themselves to go. each other." Like. Well, I was like, oh, man, this is, this is cool. Right. So it's a, it's a very active community. It's mm-hmm. a community that really cares a lot about um, the quality of life. And, um, yeah, so I wanted to 
one of the reasons I chose Wauwatosa, too, other than going back to the neighborhood I was from, is that I wanted kind of a new place to discover. Mm -hmm. And we have the village, we have all kinds of really fun things. And we moved in in 2000. So in the last 19 years, there's been a lot of development of restaurants and fun places to be. And it's just, um, it really gives that cool urban, but not quite urban, mm -hmm. urban suburban feel. Mm -hmm. And it's been very convenient. My husband kind of goes west for his job. I go east into Milwaukee for my jobs mm -hmm. and then now north because <laughs> I work north now. Right. And so it, it's just, you know, it's really a great place to live. Good. So, and I do a lot of interesting um, kinds of work. My first job coming back to Milwaukee was with the YWCA, okay. and I was very attracted to their eliminating racism mission. Right. Because as I was an adult thinking about forming my family, I knew I wanted to come home, but I needed to be part of the next version. You know, I needed to be working towards the new Milwaukee mm -hmm. and overcoming the legacies of our racial disparities, our racial isolation and, mm -hmm. and um, segregation. And I didn't really see how that was going to happen, but I just really had that in my heart. So I was a grant writer there at the YWCA, and I've been fortunate. I worked with the Women's Fund of um, Greater Milwaukee and did a lot of social justice um, grant making through the lens of, of women and I have been very involved in um, building philanthropy in communities of color. Mm -hmm. And now my main job is um, the program operations person with the African American Leadership Program. Okay. And we're going into, we're, we're finishing up our 11th cohort. Wow. Yeah. So okay. that's really exciting. Yeah. And talk about it. We have a network throughout the Milwaukee region of um, professionals from all sectors who now have had this common AALP experience. Mm -hmm. And um, and just in the last two years, we've been developing something new, another empowered networking endeavor across sectors called the African American Leadership Alliance Milwaukee, okay. which is very cool okay. as well. I've so, heard that one yet. Okay. Yeah, it's it's new. We, we have... We, we just got the 501c3, like, in March. Okay, okay, well, yeah. <laughs> and, um, I mean, we're new, but, we're, team, like, right but now. We're, we're moving forward. And as I tell the story of Wauwatosa, of Tosa Together, you, those are, those two sets of connections will, will come up okay. again. So. Really, I like it. Yeah. I like it. And the YWCA, I know that we try to get um, some of the Bridge the Divide folks to um, head down and go to some of those eliminating racism classes. Absolutely, I've been part of the elimination, eliminating racism, mm -hmm. and um, that will also come into the Tosa Together story okay. as well. I like so it. I pop like up it. a couple places, <laughs> and it, it's really cool because as I develop in my own leadership and my own awareness, and really deepen in my understanding of what it is we're trying, how to achieve what we're trying to achieve, I'm really seeing how important culture shift. Mm -hmm is and getting a good understanding am I kind of getting my hands around is where where we are as a culture mm -hmm. and how does culture shift happen mm -hmm. and where with my 
style of what I like to do things because I I am not a conflict person. Uh-huh. <laughs> I do not like raised voices. In fact, okay. my daughter, who's now 17, uh-huh. was complaining to me that she doesn't have a thick skin because <laughs> you were too of, nice, we were Mom. too gentle. Because she and her dad were too gentle. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, you're 17. And if this is the biggest... Right. <laughs> then we might have done Problem. okay. <laughs> done okay. So um, I need to be in you know with people who where gentleness is actually an asset right 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 <laughs> so yeah. uh not a hard you know not a hard charger yelling no can't gotcha. do it just it, it just makes me sad gotcha so. <laughs> um so now you're you're up here in cedarburg hanging out with I us am. so tell me i don't know a ton about wawatosa i'm, sure. I'm really a homebody so i don't I, i've only been out the reason i met you is because i went yes. out for the color of law for milwaukee reads and we yes. and our reading club was out mm-hmm. there yes. so tell me a little bit about wawatosa any demographics okay. you know sure um i just happen to know oh, a bit about that there you go <laughs> okay well we are what's known as a first ring suburb mm. we are right at the western edge of milwaukee on 60th street north south um is that is that border so once you cross from um well it also kind of bends around and stuff okay but if you can think about 60th and north avenue okay. that's kind of the the eastern edge of Wauwatosa. Gotcha. And it goes all the way out past where May- Mayfair Mall is. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure how far, but you know, where the um, new collection of stores, the Brookfield collection. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, not Brookfield. I'm sorry. Oh. Brookfield is just beyond us. Okay. The Burleigh collection. Ah. Uh, mm. mm. It's great. Okay. They've got a Nordstrom rack. Is there. that it? A- it's so awesome. <laughs> and it's relatively new, but. Um, we go all the west, all the way west. I think past 124th okay. Street is right around where that, where the other western edge is. Gotcha. And then, um, so that that's kind of if you get a, a sense of right along where mm-hmm. the city of Milwaukee is. So, the Wauwatosa Village um, is on State Street. So if you go, if you find yourself at about um, 70th and State, okay. You're just getting into the Wauwatosa village. village. Okay. And we've just done some wonderful streetscaping. So it looks like a little European oh. uh, hamlet. Okay. So there, it, it's a great place to walk. There's a little pedestrian bridge. There's the, um, the river, like I mentioned. There's the train that comes through. I mean, okay. it's, it's just a, a lovely place to... Come and be kind of uh, a little bit like Cedarburg mm. too, where you enjoy come. those old the old buildings yeah. and you just like there's a good walk in traffic and right. it just feels fun. Right, it just feels fun work. to be down there. That'll work. So, alrighty. Oh, and in terms of demographics, yeah. we've got about fifty thousand residents. Okay, we have um, very we have a, an increasing um, population diversity in okay. terms of. The residents. So, in about 2000, there was probably 90% white, you know, 10% maybe others. Okay. Other folks not white. And then um, the we're anticipating the 2020 census to look more like 80% okay white and 20% people who are not. But um, where we really see the demographic shift is in the schools. Okay. So the schools are a just about a third children of color. Oh. Yeah. 
Wow. And More than I thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because of the way the racial demographics break down, the children are much more diverse than the older okay. generations. Right. And there's a lot, this is where we, the culture comes in and, and really people adjusting people's mindsets mm-hmm. about diversity in Wauwatosa because Wauwatosa was very stable mm-hmm. at that 90 plus percent white for the vast majority right. of its existence. It's a big change. And the change is not something that... Um, has happened like in a big moment Mm -hmm. it's just as demographics change it's a very very desirable place to live wonderful schools it's a school of choice and we don't really um you know it and so it's really funny where you are and when you are walking (laughs) around in wauwatosa you'll have different opinions okay okay and so as change comes the the culture shift needs yeah. to come yeah so. and you change with it right if you don't bend you break so gotta well and if you don't bend you look yeah it's <laughs> it's not pleasant for anybody so righty so we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we're gonna talk a little bit about toasted together and that'll work okay We're back with Margaret, who's going to talk to us a little bit about TOSA together. So I've, I've heard a bit about that on social media. How'd that get started? Well, TOSA together came together when um, there were a number of us citizens who were very disturbed by the violent death of uh, Jay Anderson Jr. He was shot by a police officer and... For me, what happened was that, and when I found out about the shooting, I immediately had a story in my head, Mm -hmm. and I was wrong about many things. Mm -hmm. The first element of the story that I had in my in my head was that Jay was not a resident of Wauwatosa. Okay, um, that I knew he was a young black man, um, and I I thought the police officer was a white police officer. Okay. I was also wrong about that. Mm-hmm. He was an African-American officer. At mm-hmm. that point, I didn't even know we had African-American <laughs> officers in Wauwatosa. I thought that um, that Jay would have been like doing something, like trying to enter a car that seemed locked or, right. or yeah, doing doing something, right, right. you know, but that was not the case. He was inside a car. And it was, it was alarming to me that I had such a clear story that jumped in my head and I was really, I was wrong about so many things. Right. And that I connected it also to the much larger um, nationwide uh movement around looking at policing, looking at the danger that um, black men particularly are in by being, you know, in the wrong place at the wrong time, um, people making an assumption about them being dangerous people, mm-hmm. and then that, that ending up not even in an arrest, but ending up in 
and death mm-hmm. right there. And my oldest nephew is 24 and he has long dreadlocks. He looks a lot like Jay. Uh, and when I saw Jay's picture, it just, it, it really got me in my heart. I'm like, and I, I'm very committed to this because I want the place I live to be a welcoming place of right. belonging for the people that I love. Right. And that's that was that's my motivation. Mm-hmm. And so it also was very, very disturbing to me and also to the other people that came together, the lack of response from the mayor, the the police, the city spokespeople, the city leadership. Mm-hmm. You know, there was just a silence that just dragged on. Mm-hmm. And so and I realized I wanted a place to reach out with my questions. And it wasn't just about what happened to Jay. It's about what's happening to us. Right. How, what's going on in our community. And so Lynn Worley, who's a sociologist and a longtime professor at Mount Mary, now a professor um, in the School of Nursing in UWM, put out a call to people saying, let's get together mm-hmm. and let's, let's, let's talk about what, what we want, what, what we can do. Mm-hmm. And she she did that, and uh, we met at the home of Anne Heitkamp, okay, <laughs> <laughs> who is um, very active in the Unitarian Universalist, also an HR professor at MATC, mm-hmm. and um, so when we gathered together, there was this group, this strong group of like-minded neighbors who have all in our own way in our private lives and in our in our professional lives been dealing for years and thinking for years about these complex issues around race diversity justice policing you know culture and but we had never what we also shared in common was that we hadn't brought it home okay we hadn't brought it to Wauwatosa explicitly okay so we wanted to, our first goal was to support the family of Jay Anderson to um, find a way to listen and hear. And so our first um, public meeting was a, a community um, event where we invited the, the members of the Anderson family just to speak their, their uh, truth. Mm-hmm to the people who are interested who wanted to come. And we didn't really know what to expect. And we put around just in our, our personal networks and things. It wasn't like, you know, we put up banners okay. or anything like okay. this. Right. But we had something like 75 people come. Wow. And oh, wow. Um, we did not get aldermen, you know, okay. the elected officials, the you know, uh, or police officials, they they didn't come, but mm-hmm. they, so it was it was citizens. Mm-hmm. And what we didn't know, the risk that we took was how well the family would be received mm-hmm. and how that story would show up. But it was it was wonderful. Okay, there was a, so much respectful listening. There was a lot of um, just caring, mm-hmm. and it felt like okay, we as a community care right. about this family and about what's going on. And we didn't. We got a. We didn't get into a debate about who did what to whom, okay. or how to do things. But we heard each other. Mm-hmm. And when we came back together and really reforming our our vision and our values, they're about who, who we want to be and who we want Wauwatosa to be. 
And our common values are belonging, um, diversity, justice. Um, I don't have them right in front of me, but that, that's the kind of feeling. And our vision for Wauwatosa is a, is a community that's seen and known as being welcoming for all. Right. So. Welcoming, that's a, that's a, a thing that kind of makes me pause every now and again, because when I'm talking to other people who do not live in the same skin that I live in, or do not have some of the experiences that I've had or my family's had, and I talk about being welcoming, it's almost, um, it's almost, you know, this incredulous look like, well, what do you mean? Of course we are. Everyone is welcome here. And I'm like, I, I hear you say that. I hear a great many people say that because it's a great town. It's a great space. But I don't think that you hear what I'm saying about what what welcoming is and how some people can really feel on the fringes. And, you know, how do you how do you explain that to folks who sometimes they're ready to, to listen and talk about it sometimes not but how do you explain that when everybody seem not everybody people seem to think that you have the same experience and of course I feel welcomed all the time I, I, well we don't have an answer yeah and because there's a lot of answers yeah. and if there were an answer to have we would have got it <laughs> we'd be done, we'd be done. <laughs> but what I'm what I'm learning in this is that it really is a groupness it's a really group process and people are at different places mm-hmm. and um it's a big news for some people to find out that Wauwatosa isn't perceived as welcoming by um people of color mm-hmm. you know sometimes i Personally, growing up in Milwaukee, I never t- thought of Wauwatosa. I didn't even know that Wauwatosa really <laughs> even existed. I lived in the east side, and why would anybody know anything? Uh-huh. But I remember my mom taking us to the theater that's now the Rosebud Theater, and it was so far away from the east side. <laughs> and so I was kind of a blank slate. I didn't really have that. But okay. one of the um, men in our group, um, who's a man of color, said that when he talks to other people of color, they've had history or experience of being... Um, stopped by the police mm-hmm. or having the people look at them or even call police on them because they were walking along, you know. And as we get more public comment, we have, you know, that that veil kind of comes, uh, it's like, oh, wow, there there are different things. Mm-hmm. And Wauwatosa, and, and the thing that we're hoping to grapple with is the legacy of our restrictive history. Wauwatosa didn't magically be become 95% than 90% right. or white. Right. It was created to be a whites only community right. in a lot of very explicit ways. And I, I found a paper um, that was written in 1979, came out of UWM, and it actually lists out the um, text of the restrictive covenants that go along with the property allotments. So it's not something that was necessarily codified on the city level mm-hmm. it was on the level of property owner and and, and uh, property transfer and it was so explicit mm-hmm. there is no ambiguity <laughs> absolutely none in fact i did a talk at uu west and i passed around you know these slips of paper with the docs in it. and and my challenge was can we write statements expressing our current values 
that are just as strong as these statements were in expressing the values and their vision for their community then. Oh, that's And surprisingly enough, it's a lot harder. <laughs> it's a lot easier to say this is what we don't want. Right. And this is who these people are that we don't want than to say in a sentence or two in a legal document, this is what we do want. Okay. And that's really where we're at culturally. And when we talk about culture shift and culture change, I can say for a f- that I really experience that the culture has changed. The values that were explicit in those documents are not the expressed explicit values. Mm-hmm. Even people who are very against change, they they don't. They're suspicious and all mm-hmm. this. I I don't think I could find one person who would stand up and say this restrictive covenant language. Is what I want. It reflects That's my it. values yeah. now. Right, right. So, right. so let's. It's time to move on. Right, we're moving on. Okay, so <laughs> we're gonna take a break, and you are gonna tell us how we're moving on and what what our uh, our next steps are in this change. Okay. We were talking a little earlier about a, a culture shift and how the community can come together and say the things of old really aren't the way that we want things or things that were in some of the racially restrictive covenants that will explicitly say this is the kind of person we want here and this is the kind of person we don't want here, that those things are changing as well as the demographics are changing. So how are you involved in helping TOSA change? What are What's happening now? Well, Tosa together, um, we have an, like sort of a core group of a good um, 20 okay. so that, we, that really meet regularly. And we have a larger um, mailing list of about 275 okay. or so people who keep up with, with things. We're also connected to other like-minded um, organizations. Mm-hmm. And so we've been really able to put the word out and have people come to educational events. We've we had our third annual Black History celebration for Wauwatosa. And on the one hand, right. it's like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> but on the other hand, it's like, what year is it? <laughs> right, right. 2019. And this right. is the third annual? The third, yes. Um, but we're just, you know, we're all about moving forward. Mm-hmm. And uh, the wonderful thing about the Black History celebration is that it's all the work of the kids of the schools. Mm-hmm. So the, the elementary school kids come and present. High school kids come and present. We have a keynote. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's really you know, tapped in Mm -hmm. there. We've also had a wonderful community dialogue with the Zeidler Center about welcoming and about welcome community. Um, And we've had great uh, support and participation with the city staff, with the the mayor gave the welcome for that and helped pull things together. Um, We're, uh, as resources flow, looking at having more of those dialogues specifically um, around the uh, equity plan that the schools have put together. The Wauwatosa okay. Public Schools are way ahead of any other Wauwatosa um, 
you know, public entity. Okay. I mean, really, I mean, and it makes sense because the demo, the demographics are right. real clear. I still, that yeah. a third, that was, yeah. that blew yeah, my mind. That's and, not what I thought. And there's a lot of people who reside in Wauwatosa. And so, so when they see kids coming to the schools, they're, they're thinking they're kids from Milwaukee. It's like, no, those are resident. Right. Kids. Right. Right. So, and, and not that that should matter, but it does mm-hmm. somehow. Mm-hmm. Culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Again. So, um, we, we made uh, our priority to be a shift in the policy of the city to have a, a standing committee that would include um, elected officials, uh, city residents, business people, uh, called the Equity and Inclusion Committee for Wauwatosa. And that was a big lift. That was a big ask okay. because Wauwatosa has many, many um, of these commissions and is currently in the process of sifting out how those commissions work and, mm-hmm. you know, then really what do they mean and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, but that was, a, that's our ask. And we started about two years ago, systemic, systematically writing things out, doing research on peer cities. Um, a lot of this was actually supported by the students at Mount Mary that were students of oh, wow. uh, Lynn okay. Early. Yeah, they okay. did projects and um, put together a lot of the base information about it. Um, we also, I reached out to my connections through the African American Leadership Alliance to the Milwaukee Metro Association of Commerce, the MMAC. Okay. And their executive director had participated in um, some very profound uh, work that was done that out of which Aileen emerged, and he brought to to the MMAC, to their directors, and to their their membership, how important it was to really dig in, dig in and go beyond what they'd done before. So they took it on, um, and also just from their membership, racial disparities had arri- had arisen as the number one threat to our economic vitality as a region. Okay. So there's this convergence the convergence of our desire as citizens in Wauwatosa right. to to do something about this and also the convergence of the business community to say this is it we need metrics we need right. data we need to understand this and so um you know i was fortunate to be at that place to make the invitation to the MMAC and we had um and and this is also on the basis of lots of work that was done by individual citizens to get this idea to the um, older people to receive their feedback and really listen to them to about what what they wanted to see, what they didn't want to see. Um, everybody wants to do something that's going to be effective and a good use sure. of time. Sure. Um, so with this all sort of culminated just this month, well, the end of April. Okay. We had a meeting on April 23rd where the um, the vice president for uh, the executive vice president and the vice president for community affairs of the MMAC came and talked to us, as well as two others, the um, the chief talent director for the city for the Milwaukee County came, and also the global um, talent director for GE oh. Health Systems came. Yeah. Okay. And I'll tell you, the MMAC data and quotes from 
of the two panelists and the positioning of where we need to be for, you know, to help our corporate partners and our employers and our economic vitality, that has really been infused in this whole conversation and really shifted things away from, you know, liberals, conservatives, right, right, um, right, or just and, the, and other and just the people of color who are complaining about this one thing, or that's just that group of people, or right. somehow it's it's everybody with mm-hmm. all these different right. pegs and spokes in the wheel, right? I and like and the compelling why is that we all what we can all agree on is we want Wauwatosa to be a thriving community, right. and we want Wauwatosa to be a partner with. Uh, our employers and it's also very very true that these employers especially the the largest employers have been invested for 40 years into creating cultures of inclusion and attraction attracting Mm -hmm. and retaining staff global staff Mm -hmm. and what good is it for them to do it for their business if the community that they're in isn't doing the same thing yeah (laughs) that you you can try to shift culture all you want within your doors but then people go home right and that's not just a milwaukee problem that's a brookfield problem it's a shorewood problem it's a whitefish bay problem it's a wauwatosa problem it's a cedarburg problem it's true (laughs) and so we've all we've really you know it shifted that reason why right and it's very forward looking very innovative looking it's in and it says this is not just one group of people's problem right it's to solve and and it's actually quite encouraging. You know, we can see the benefit. Um, it's not it's not like we're going to do something for some imaginary group of people. Right. It's like, no, it really is us. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, so that was that was a key uh, thing. That was the 23rd of April. Then the 30th of April, we had a meeting, the first meeting for official discussion with the Governor Affairs Committee of the Common Council of Wauwatosa. Okay. Wauwatosa happens to have a really large Common Council. We have 17 um, all our people. Okay. And... Um, so, but fortunately, like about half of the alder people and the mayor and the city administrator had come to the presentation on the 23rd. So we're really sharing some common language and metrics mm-hmm. and data and stuff. And I'm so glad they did that because, man, that's a lot of work. Right. But that's a big <laughs> win to even get them in the room. I mean, you could oh. say all day, I'm going to provide this knowledge for you. But if people don't come or the right people don't come, mm-hmm. then and it that, doesn't move anywhere. That was because of those relationships that had been built there you go. very systematically over time. And everything, you know, the timing was also really, really right because, mm-hmm. um, the meeting was scheduled and then the MMAC thing came together and it just, it's like kismet. Here we are. <laughs> it's there like, wow, uh-huh. it's Tuesday to Tuesday. Right. We get to have this information. It's fresh. And then two weeks later is the the meeting where the, the committee members had to discuss among themselves and then make a decision okay. where they're going to vote for this uh, commission right. to go to the next step. Um, in establishment, but there's there's still another step because what we're aiming for requires um, an ordinance, and okay. that. But we are definitely in that stage. So and and we're very confident we have the support of the mayor. We have the support right. of the um, common council members. 
we had it was a unanimous vote which was really cool okay and so we're looking at from each the other, 17 like, people no 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 from oh. the 17 no from the from the the people on the government affairs commission okay. to go to the seven <laughs> that's a gr- speak that into I know, speak yes. that into life yes. erica <laughs> Like, we're oh. not there yet okay there's okay. more steps Almost there. <laughs> there's more steps but it, what's what's even more exciting to me um because the process there's there's a lot about the process right. but the people's willingness to put their energy their thought to be uncomfortable to have conversations that where they might not look great right. at the end right. or you know the just dealing with the emotion you know and it's hard. This is not easy stuff. Right. And it, we have to do it together. There's right. no other way to do it. And I'm a very faithful woman, and I've really been thinking about love your neighbor yes, as yourself. Yes. And whenever I start to get afraid, angry, upset, or think somebody should think something different, mm-hmm. I try to remind myself, it's like the way... The step to loving my neighbor is to know my neighbor. That is right. I like it. And I actually um, made an, a, a, a coffee date with um, one of our city leaders who I know has very different uh, political leanings than I do. Because, And I just told her right out, I don't like that I don't understand. Right, right, <laughs> right. The, why this makes sense to people. I mean, there's a lot of very smart people who really believe very different things than I do. Right. And their way of getting to what is a common goal is just very different from mine. So right. I don't, I, I feel frustrated in myself. Okay. How, how many that. years has Tosa Together been going? Um, we started in um, October 2016 was our first okay. meeting. Yeah, You guys are really hustling. I, I am very impressed. We are... <laughs> We, we are a powerful group right right <laughs> well well since since we'll consider a bridge the divide a little baby group that is learning from tosa together from so many other organizations that are doing the work and and we're grateful for it because we don't want these little pockets of cities all around milwaukee just doing their own thing mm-hmm. or not knowing what to do. We need to learn from from how you've gotten your community to start working together, and I really appreciate it. One thing that I've really learned is how um, how when you make a connection to partner like MMAC, there's a lot that's already been done, right? And you know, making it specific and building on what other people have done, trying not to reinvent the wheel, right? And a lot of it is just reaching out and right. taking the time to build the relationships and and never making the assumption that what you want is the right thing and they just don't right. know. Right. <laughs> That's, right, right, right. We always, we have a philosophy of getting on the same side of the table wow. and never, never getting into the knocking heads. Right, winter, right, you know. right, right. We'll see how that goes in the next phase. Right, but maybe. <laughs> but that is our intention. Thank that is you our intention. so much, Margaret, for joining us. And, you know, considering that we're a global entity here, this fancy podcast, if folks want to connect with TOSA together, yes. how do they do that? Um, we have a Facebook presence. Okay. So just search TOSA, T-O-S-A, together. It's together. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, in your search bar in Facebook, and we should pop up. That sounds great. Thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. And thanks, listeners. We'll catch you next time. Okay. 